This is Riding the BK Train presented by Strive Sports. Benjamin Klein here with you on this lovely Friday, May 7th afternoon in an attempt to provide you with my daily locks for your no-house advantage, props for cash contests. I'm going to provide you with my five picks for the daily lines provided by No House Advantage, uh, going over only, as you should know at this point if you're a daily listener. Uh, I only go for the overs on this show. It's no fun rooting for the under. So looking for overs only, over fans, over club, overs club only uh, listeners for this show, please. Uh, just trying to get better every single day. Uh, unfortunately, yesterday, my hot, I kind of cooled down from my hot streak. Uh, this week, I had one day in which I went five for five. The next day, I went four for four. Uh, one of the and Norman Powell didn't play. And then last night, I went three for five. Uh, it's still, you know, an improvement on two of five uh, or one of five. I rarely get a one of five. Uh, I've gotten many two of fives, but I think that most often I'm getting three of fives. So at least I'm getting over fifty percent. Uh, you know, as I stated yesterday, I got to over a hundred total selections. Uh, for this season and now it's at 106 total selections and I've gotten it 68 correct choices out of 106 total selections that's putting me at 64% uh you know obviously want to be better than that but happy to be above 50% more than half of my picks are right so that's a very good sign uh you know as I say every single episode multiple times I'm just trying to get better every single day uh, that is the ultimate goal last night. Uh, Steph Curry, just for analysis on what happened last night, Steph Curry got over five and a half, made three pointers. Uh, Tim Hardaway got over 21 and a half points, rebounds and assists. And Kawhi Leonard had over one and a half, made three pointers. Unfortunately, Joe Harris didn't show up at all. Couldn't get over 17 and a half points, rebounds and assists. And Bradley Beal couldn't get over 37 and a half points, rebounds and assists against the Raptors, even though he dropped 42 the night before against the Bucks. Uh, that's why he's a little bit inconsistent there. They lower the line for him the next day and he can't even do it against the worst team. It's kind of interesting. Uh, makes you, at least makes myself question a little bit uh, about Bradley Beal and, uh, what he's really about. What if he's really, uh, you know, a, a superstar level player, or if he's a level below that, um, so you know, we're not going to know that for a little bit, especially with that Wizards team that they have. Everyone had higher expectations for them this season with Westbrook coming in and they kind of struggled. They're playing better recently, but uh, they have a lot to prove. I'm not sure if that's going to be the, the squad next year. I don't know if Westbrook is still going to be there. We'll see. I mean, I know that Bradley Beal said that that's like his favorite teammate ever, but we shall see what happens. But moving on to today's selections, I got five locks for you today. Um I actually think that this is going to be, I mean, I went five for five already this week, so I think that this is going to be another five for five type of night. I really like these selections. I think that they're good value lines. So let's get to it. Uh, my first selection for tonight, Friday, May 7th, is Eric Bledsoe, over 18.5 points, rebounds, and assists tonight on the road against the Philadelphia 76ers. So for the season, he's averaging 12 points, 3.5 rebounds. That's 15.5. Uh, rounded up to four assists from 3.7. Uh you know, that gets you to 19 and a half. That's over that line of 18 and a half. You look at his last 10, 13 points, three rebounds. That's 16, three and a half assists. That's 19 and a half. Uh, that'll get you over the line as well. Unfortunately, though, in his one game against the 76ers this year, in 29 minutes, 
nine points, four rebounds, that's 13, two assists, that's 15. That doesn't get you over the line. But look at his stats on the road, 13 points, three and a half rebounds, uh, that's 16 and a half, plus three, 19 and a half. So again, that's getting over that line. You also look at how he's, pl how he's actually... Uh, if he's actually hit over this line in the past 10, not just his averages, uh, he's actually hit the, over this line in seven of the last 10 games, including three games in a row of the past three games against Minnesota and then back-to-back -back against the, the Warriors. And he's also hit this in five of the last six games, the lone game which he didn't hit it in was against the Oklahoma City Thunder. But that means that before that, he hit it against the Clippers, scoring 18 points, four rebounds, two assists. He hit it on the road against Denver, 17 points, four assists, three rebounds. And then the last three games against Minnesota, 16 points, three rebounds, three assists. Uh, against Golden State, 11 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists. And then against Golden State, again, 14 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists. So you could see he could either score up to the – he has the ability to score 18 and get to the line just on points, or he could just score 11 like he did two games ago against the Warriors, uh, grab 5 rebounds, that'll get you to 16, and then 4 assists, that gets you to 20. Uh, that's 1.5 over the line. Um Additionally, the Pelicans are going to be missing guys tonight. There's no Steven Adams tonight, so that's going to open up the rebounding game for, you know, not just the other team, but for the Pelicans as well. People are going to other people are going to have to rebound including uh the guard, so Eric Bledsoe, a decently a decent rebounding guard, athletic athletic guard, so Expect him to maybe get a couple more rebounds than usual, unless Nikhil Alexander-Walker comes back tonight. Uh, he may take away some minutes from Bledsoe, but still not too concerning because this line is so low. But also, Brandon Ingram will be missing time, so the Pelicans are going to be factually missing two of their starters. Uh, Adams is doubtful, so it would be a shock if he played, and Ingram is officially out for this game. So, missing two of their starters. Bledsoe going to have to step up big time. Uh, not expecting a win against the Sixers, but... Even, you know, someone's going to have to put up the, the stats and the box score. And I think that Bledsoe is going to be one of those guys making up for other people being out of the lineup. So lock it in. Eric Bledsoe over 18.5 points, rebounds, and assists tonight on the road against the Philadelphia 76ers. My second selection for tonight is Nikola Jokic over 44.5 points, rebounds, and assists tonight on the road against the Utah Jazz so this is a very different type of line than uh, with Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe had a line of combined, you know, points, rebounds, and assists below 20. This one's very high at 44 and a half. But let's get into the stats so you know that this line is worth it tonight. Uh, Nikola Jokic on the season averaging 26.5 points a game, 11 rebounds. That gets you to 37.5. Eight rebounds. That gets you to well over. I mean, honestly, not well over, but it gets you over that line of 44.5. It gets you to like 35.5, I mean, 45.5. Um, so, you know, right over that line. Uh, that's definitely a good sign. Last 10 games, 28.5 points, 10.5 rebounds. Uh, that's, you know, 39 point, that's 39 combined plus six and a half. That gets you over that line again at 45 and a half around. Uh, and then what's most convincing literally more than anything else this season, uh, is that against Utah for the season in two games, he's averaging 41 points, 13 rebounds and seven assists. I believe, I mean, that's just actually unheard of, uh, 
you know, that, that equals up 41 plus 13, 54, getting away. Like, he's over just on the points. He's averaging 41 points a game in two games against the Utah Jazz this year. Yes, the Utah Jazz are a good team. Yes, they are amazing on defense. Can Rudy Gobert stop Nikola Jokic? I don't think so. Do the Denver Nuggets know that they are battling for playoff position right now? Yes, they absolutely do. Are the Utah Jazz going to be playing out without some key guys tonight in uh, Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley? Yes, they are. Is that going to impact Nicole Jokic? I think it's definitely possible. You know, obviously those guys wouldn't be guarding him, but at the end of the day, uh, it's going to impact the the whole defensive scheme that they have uh, prepared for the Nuggets uh, you know, and just looking out at how he's played against Utah, that's so convincing. 41 points in two games, 13 rebounds. He's getting over, you know, just on points and assists, 41 points, seven assists. He's getting it over. He's getting over uh, the line on just points and assists uh, in his two previous games against Utah. And then you look at how he's playing in his past 10. He's hit this over in five of the last 10 games, but when you look more closely, he's actually this over three in a row in cl- against Three of the best defensive teams in the NBA. Last game he hit it against the Knicks. 32 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists. The game before against the Los Angeles Lakers on the road. 32 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists. And then the game before that against the Los Angeles Clippers. 30 points, 14 rebounds, 7 assists. Uh, so... You know, he's hit it three in a row, and he's also hit it four out of five. Before that game against the Clippers, he missed it against the the Raptors. Uh, But before that, he hit it against the Pelicans. 32 points, eight assists. That gets you to 47 rebounds. That's 47. That's over the line, obviously. So, uh, you know, I don't know if the injury concerns are really going to come into play for this game, you know, in this matchup and impacting Jokic's line here. But I like the fact that he's averaging 41 points a game in two matchups against the Jazz this year. Uh, you know, manhandling Rudy Gobert pretty much. They know it's an important game for playoff positioning, and and Nikola Jokic has been playing really well recently, knowing uh, the importance of playoff positioning. Hitting this over three games in a row against three of the best defensive teams in the NBA, the Knicks, the Lakers, and the Clippers. I think he's going to continue this trend against another one of the NBA's best defensive teams tonight in the Utah Jazz. So lock it in. Nikola Jokic over 44.5 points, rebounds, and assists tonight on the road against the Utah Jazz. I'll give it away right now. My next three picks are all from the same game. So my third pick for tonight, Friday, May 7th, is McCall Bridges over 18.5 points, rebounds, and assists tonight at home against the New York Knicks. Yes, the Knicks are one of the best defensive teams in the league, but when you look at how McCall Bridges have been playing recently and the whole season, this is an easy lock, maybe even more of a lock than the Eric Bledsoe 18.5 point rebounds and assists line. Uh... You know, that's also going up against a great defensive team in the in the Sixers. This one, McCall Bridge is going up against a great defensive team in the Knicks, although uh, the Suns, you know, didn't have much issues with the Knicks uh, last time they faced around a week and a half ago, maybe in the first quarter a little bit, but they made up for it the rest of the way. But for the season, McCall's averaging three, 13 and a half points, four rebounds. That gets you to 17 and a half. Two assists, that gets you over that line of 19.5. But then you look at how he's played in his last 10. 17 points, three rebounds. He's getting over the line, basically just on scoring, 17 points. And then the three rebounds gets you over the top. Two assists also in his last game, uh, I mean in his last 10. And against the Knicks, uh, in one game, he actually played 41 minutes. That's a ton of minutes. That is definitely more than what he averages on the season. He averages around 33 minutes a game. Uh, That game, he 
he got 41 minutes. He played very well, though. 66%, 67% basically from the field, 50% from three, 21 points, four rebounds, three assists. He's an efficient player. He's a very efficient player also. So, uh, you know, it, it's very impressive what he's doing because he's shooting 50, basically 53.5% from the field and 41.5% from three. Great efficiency for McCall Bridges. That's why uh, he's someone that I, I really like uh, putting my money on because – you know, it, you could have someone who scores a lot, but he's a little less efficient. So that means that one night he may not have it, another night he'll have it. But McCall Bridges, you could see he has it most nights because he's a pretty efficient player, 50% from the field. I'll give it to him. He probably has his bad days, but not too often. But against the Knicks in one game, 21 points, four rebounds, three assists. He's getting over the line on just points. So, uh, And then you go to look at how he's actually played, performed in the last 10, not just the averages. He's hit this over in nine of the last 10 games. Uh, he could do it any way you want. He could score 17 points and get two assists and one rebound, get you just over the line. Or he could score 22 points, get you over the line just on points, get, and also grab five rebounds and four assists. Uh, and then he could also do it 13 points against the Clippers, grabbing seven rebounds. I'm pretty sure I mentioned that the other day. But he's playing really well right now. He's gotten this over against some good defensive teams. The Hawks are a good defensive team. He did that uh, two nights ago. Against the Jazz, he hit the over against the Clippers, against the Knicks, uh, against the Celtics, against the Sixers, uh, against the Bucks. So he's really done this in the past 10 games against some high-quality opponents. Uh, I don't think that that's going to stop tonight against the Knicks. Obviously, I'm a Knicks fan, as you as you guys all know, but uh, I can't not pick McCall Bridges tonight. You know, that's one of my favorite picks, uh, maybe behind the Michael Porter Jr. 19.5-point line. But McCall Bridges has been... Uh, has been locking it in for me all, all ever since I started doing uh, this show, riding the BK train. So I'm going to stick to it until he uh, starts screwing me over. I don't think that's going to happen tonight, though. Lock it in. McCall Bridges over 18.5 points, rebounds, and assists tonight at home against the New York Knicks. They're one of the good defense, best defensive teams in the league. Doesn't matter, though. Uh, there's no Jay Crowder tonight. And there's no Cam Johnson for the Suns. So McCall Bridge is going to have to step up even more, uh, kind of like he did last time against the Knicks and playing 41 minutes. So lock it in. McCall Bridge is over 18.5 points, rebounds, and assists tonight at home against the Knicks. My fourth pick for tonight is Reggie Bullock, over 2.5, made three pointers tonight against the Phoenix Suns. As I said, uh, the picks from McCall Bridge's onward are all going to be a part of the same game. So. McCall Bridges' last pick. This one is Reggie Bullock. Over two and a half made three-pointers. Uh, the guy is shooting. He's peaking right now, I think, for his whole career, actually. For the season, he's shooting 41.3% from three. That's unbelievable. You know, anyone that's shooting above 40% from three is really uh, a good three-point shooter, above average. Uh, probably may, may even be elite, but there, then you might be, a, might have to put too many people in that category. I mean, for going to say RJ Barrett's at 39.6%, does that mean that he's almost an elite shooter? I'm not sure. I don't know exactly what it is to what percentage you need to shoot at to be an elite three point shooter, but I think that Reggie Bullock is nearing that level, uh, especially when you look at how he's played in his last 10 games, 46% from three in his last 10 games. Uh, in his one game against the Suns, that was, you know, around a week ago, he shot 50% from three. He had four threes in that game against the Suns. Yes, it was at home. I don't care, though. Um, all that matters is that matchup. He hit four threes against the Suns in that game. Uh, additionally, on the road, he's shooting 41.5% uh, from three. 
You look at that all those stats last 10 against Phoenix and on the road better than his and then his averages for the season overall showing uh that it's pointing towards that he's going to hit over this line provided by no house advantage. Uh then you look at how many threes he averages making a game this year. It's at 2.4 right now, so literally it's at the line of two and a half made three-pointers, but you just see how well he's been playing recently. You look at the stats from his last 10 He's hit this over in eight of the last ten games, including in seven of the last eight. Uh, he's hit it against gr good defensive teams also. He hit it against the Nuggets last game, three threes. Then he missed it against Memphis the game before, two threes. That was the one out of the last eight that he missed. He hit it against Houston. He hit it hitting three threes, three threes against Chicago, four threes against Phoenix, as I mentioned before, three threes against Toronto, six threes against Atlanta, five threes against Charlotte, three threes against New Orleans, uh, four threes against New Orleans again, three threes against the Lakers. Uh, so he's been really feeling it recently, especially like m even more recently, literally in the past eight games, he's hit it seven of the last eight. And you know, the Hawks are a good defensive team. Uh, Charlotte's a pretty underrated defensive team. Uh, Phoenix, Denver. So I, I like Reggie Bullock in this game over one and a half made three pointers. Obviously the Knicks are nowadays a top 10 three point shooting team in the league. A lot of that has to do with Reggie Bullock. Uh, you see how he's played in the last 10 games, both at, like percentage-wise, shooting around 50, 46%, sorry. Uh, and he's hit it in eight of the last 10 and seven of the last eight. Uh, doing really impressive stuff right now for the Knicks. The Knicks are going to be on the road. As I said before, also no Jay Crowder or Cam Johnson. That definitely should help out the Knicks. Those are two guys that are... Uh, you know, they could not only help the Suns on offense, but on defense as well. Cam Johnson, a long uh, athletic defender. Jay Crowder just uh, knows knows where to be. He's a smart player, and he's athletic, moves his feet really well, good defender. So definitely going to be uh, a loss for not, – not as in – it's going to be a negative for the Suns tonight, the fact that those guys aren't playing. Uh, and for that reason, I like Reggie Bullock to get over two-and-a-half made three-pointers tonight. He just did it a week and a half ago against the Suns, shooting four of eight from three. So lock it in. Reggie Bullock, over two and a half, made three. Before I get to my fifth and final selection for tonight, just wanted to remind everyone that we have a great matchup in the NBA tonight. The Lakers are playing the Blazers. The Lakers are currently the sixth seed in the West, while the Blazers are the seven. But they have the same exact record. And as you guys all know, if you're a real NBA fan, there's the 7 through the 10 seeds have to play a playing game this year in order to actually uh, lock down those 7 and 8 seeds. Uh, so the 7 will play the 8. Uh, the winner of that game gets the 7 seed. The loser of that game has to play the winner of the 9-10 game. And then the winner of, the, uh, of that second game, whoever lost the 7-8 versus the winner of 9-10, gets that 8 seed. So... Uh, this is a huge game. If the Lakers wind up in the playing games, that could be one of the craziest turnarounds that we've seen, especially uh, with how well the Lakers are playing to start the season. But if they lose tonight to the Blazers on the road, the, the Lakers are officially the seventh seed in the West and are going to have to play a, at least one playing game in order to lock down a playoff spot. Crazy turnaround from one year to the next. Uh, never seen something like this happen with uh, LeBron James' team where he's missing so much time and it's really affecting him. Only when he went to the Lakers, but that's what happens when you get older, I guess. So just wanted to point that out. Thought that that was a very exciting matchup for tonight, and you guys all knew that this fifth player that I'm choosing is from the same game as uh, my last two picks. 
so it's from the Knicks and the Suns. And my fifth selection for tonight, Friday, May 7th, is R.J. Barrett. Over one and a half made three-pointers tonight against the Phoenix Suns, obviously. Uh, you look at how he's played this year from three. Obviously, I, I rave about it. He, sh- he started the season shooting below 30% from three. He's got his stats in that statistic all the way up to 39.6 right now he's making his way up to 40 again i don't know if i could consider him an elite three-point shooter at that point or just a above average or well above average uh but 39.6 is really amazing did not expect that from him this year at all uh additionally you look at his how he's played in his last 10 45 and a half percent from three so he's shooting even better in his last 10 from three that he has for the season overall uh, which is extremely impressive. Goes to show how, how he's how dedicated he is to getting better every single day, in my opinion. Uh, then you look at how he plays on the road, 45% from three on the road. And in one game against Phoenix, which was a week and a half ago, uh, he shot 33% from three. But don't take too much away from that. He still hit the over in that game. He actually shot nine threes in that game. I guess the way you should think of it is the more threes that he takes, the better, because you know that means more opportunities. If he's missing them, he's willing to take them. It's nice to see that he's willing to take them, and you know hopefully he'll be able to get one to go at some point. But uh, lock it in. I mean, he's hit this in nine out of the last ten games. Uh, the only game in which he didn't hit it was against Memphis two games ago. Uh, that's because he went one for one from three. All he did was shoot 100% from three, no big deal. But last game against Denver in a loss, four of eight from three. Against Houston, three of seven. Chicago, three of five. Phoenix, who they're playing tonight, three of nine. He hit the over. Toronto, three of seven. Atlanta, two of eight. Uh, Charlotte, six of 11. New Orleans, two of four. Dallas, three of six. Uh, and then that's when you get to the last one where he didn't hit it over. He didn't do it back-to-back games against New Orleans and the Lakers. Uh, but then before that, even three of six against Toronto, two of four against Memphis, six of six against Boston, four of six against uh, Brooklyn, one of one against Detroit, another one that he didn't get, but two of five. He basically has been hitting it almost every single game. Uh, you know, in the past 20 games, it seems like he's only missed this over four times. Uh, so he's been really, really impressive. Uh, additionally, you look at how many threes he's averaging making for the season. He's averaging making 1.6 threes a game on the season. Obviously, the line is one and a half. That doesn't convince you so much. It would be nicer if it's that was a flat number at two. But uh, it goes to show that he's you know slowly but surely making more uh, or just the percentage is getting better. Uh, so love this line at one and a half. I've definitely seen, you know, when he gets hot, uh, and on those streaks, like he has been recently, they move that line to three and a half sometimes. Like when they he had four games in a row that he hit three threes against uh, Toronto and then Phoenix and then Chicago and then Houston. They probably put the line to three uh, or two and a half threes for him uh, in, for this Memphis game. Then he only hit one. So they probably moved it back down to one and a half. But it's interesting to see that because he hit four threes last game against Denver, four of eight from three. Uh, but they moved the line back down to one and a half. So I'm very confident in this, just as confident as I would be at a Michael Porter Jr. 19 and a half point line. If you guys are wondering why I did not pick Michael Porter Jr. tonight, it's because they raised the line. Yes, they're playing the Utah Jazz, and uh, they're a great defensive team. So for some reason, raise the line against a better defensive team, I guess. it's It was like 32 and a half. Uh, I decided to go with Jokic, obviously, rather than Michael Porter Jr., just seeing how well Jokic has been playing recently. Uh, when I talk about Michael Porter hitting that hitting over the, the line given in 30 straight games, that was 19 and a half. That doesn't mean that he would have hit it 30 straight games if the line was 31 and a half. Uh, that would not be the case. So decided to go with Jokic. He's playing great recently. 
but that's my reasoning for not taking Michael Porter Jr. tonight. Before I repeat my picks, just wanted to remind you that you can listen to this podcast along with all the other Strive Sports podcasts on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can access them via the link tree in my Instagram bio at These Strive Sports. Also, follow These Strive Sports on TikTok for our daily lay of the day, where I provide you with my three locks uh, in sports every day. Um, 12 of 17 on my picks so far. It's a little above 70%. Uh, I've made myself some money, so I hope I also make you guys some money. I obviously hope I make you guys money on this. I hope you guys keep on riding the BK train, but let's get back to, let's get to these picks. I'll repeat them right now. Uh, we had for my first pick, Eric Bledsoe, over 18 and a half points, rebounds, and assists tonight on the road against the Philadelphia 76ers. Then I picked Nikola Jokic, over 44 and a half points, rebounds, and assists on the road against the Utah Jazz. Then I picked McCall Bridges, over 18.5 points, rebounds, and assists tonight on the road against the Phoenix Suns. Then I had Reggie Bullock, over 2.5, made three-pointers tonight on the road against the Phoenix Suns. And uh, R.J. Barrett, over 1.5, made three-pointers tonight on the road against the Phoenix Suns. I'm not sure if I just said before that McCall Bridges was playing on the road against the Phoenix Suns, but I meant at home against the Knicks. Either way, those are my selections for tonight, Friday, May 7th. Uh, going to be back on Monday for more of my d- uh, daily locks for your No House Advantage ca- Props for Cash contests. Uh, hope I make you guys some bread, but keep on riding the BK train for now, and I'll be back next week for more picks. But for now, enjoy the weekend. Good vibes only. Peace out.